for me, as I'll do this forever as long as it doesn't kill me. <laughs> you know, as long as I don't lose everything again. <laughs> that type of thing. You've gone all in? Yeah, oh, all, I'm beyond all in. Yeah, I'm, oh. I'm in. We're in beyond all in. All my savings went uh-huh. into this. You know, I'm passionate about making sure that Red Clay sticks around and, is, and we can keep bringing great comedians. We can keep exposing Atlanta comedians. We can keep, right. you know, and a lot of people from outside of the, co- of the country are hitting us up going, hey, or not out of the country, outside of Atlanta, like, yeah. hey, what's going on with this Atlanta thing? Wow. You know, f- Hey, howdy. You know what time it is. Hot breath. Mmm. <sighs> Welcome back to the hot breath of all my hot brethren and sistren. You know who this is. Of course, this is your favorite host of Atlanta's voted creative loafing best local podcast. Joel Byers, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in again on this week. We have a hootenanny of a hollering hot breath with the co-founder of the Red Clay Comedy Festival that takes place right here in Atlanta, Georgia, and his name is Michael Albanese, everybody. Yes, give him a round of applause, everybody. Yeah, Mike. Nice job, Mike. Last year, around this time, I interviewed... The other co-founder of Red Clay Comedy, Gilbert Lowend, so I would definitely recommend going back and checking out that inspiring interview if you enjoy this one with Mike here. We cover everything from just the, really the um, start of the festival, you know, how they came up with the whole idea to what the goals are, even diving into the business side of comedy and how you actually build a festival and get sponsors, find venues, like it's really just um, an overview of Red Clay Comedy Festival and all it's doing, not just for Atlanta comedy, which is a big part of it, but also just comedy in general and trying to really create a festival that is all about the comedy and not the commerce. So, and also the uh, trials and tribulations that come along with trying to do a festival the right way without exploiting comedians, but still making money, so... You could tell just in hearing the the uh, opening teaser of this episode that um, it can be a struggle, so you'll be enjoying hearing that, and if you enjoy this, may I recommend leaving an iTunes review, you know, let me know what you think on that, that goes a long way in helping us here at the Hot breath of and if you have any other feedback on it, you know, not on iTunes, go to my website, Joel Byers Comedy, um, you can dot com i guess that would be the full website my social media is at joel byers comedy if you want to hit me up on there but joelbyerscomedy.com you can get info on everything from my schedule about you know where i host funny monkey at java monkey and decatur every wednesday at 8 30 that was also just voted in creative loafing as best local comedy show so you can listen to the best local podcast here hot breath and then attend the best local comedy show Funny Monkey at Java Monkey every Wednesday at 8.30. And if you're on the website and you're like, wow, this website's dope, I got to thank the one and only Bernard Henry Manning for helping design that website. And he also took all the photos for the website. He took the video that's on the website. So definitely reach out to him if you're looking to really take your brand and really overall identity. Because you can be funny on stage, but you got to be able to sell it. Bernard is helping me tremendously in starting to sell what is Joel Byers? And he's helped me discover what I want to get out of comedy, what I want people to get out of my comedy. So 
definitely hit up Bernard Henry Manning if you're looking to really put your career more in focus. And while you're on there, you can see a logo with a portrait of me, a digital illustration of a portrait of me, and a lot of people have been asking about this. Well, that was made by none other than Comedy Artwork. Guy's name is Brian Taylor, but go on ComedyArtwork.com. Follow him at Comedy Artwork. He, there's too many things to name. He just did a project. You can go on his social media and see. He was hired to illustrate South Park. He's worked with Funny or Die. He's worked with Forbes Magazine, major comedians as well, including Joel Byers. So definitely follow and hit him up on at Comedy Artwork. And, you know, while you're online, you know, we, here's what we're doing here at Hot Breath. You see, you got, you got a web designer. You got a photographer you're hearing about. You got a videographer. You got an illustrator. Now you want to work on your skills? High wire comedy. Boom. They teach stand-up, sketch, improv. They have workshops about um, late-night writing and hosting. I mean, just go to highwirecomedy.com. Get more info on really how you can take your comedy to the next level. We just moved into a over 7,000 square foot complex. It has an amazing, gorgeous black box theater. you got to see to believe. And they're really looking in this new theater to incorporate all things Atlanta comedy, whether it is sketch, improv, stand-up. You know, it seems the comedy can be a little fragmented, but Highwire is a place where everybody can come together and just create quality comedy. So definitely go to highwirecomedy.com. Check out the events they have coming up where it's going to include everything Atlanta comedy. So thank you for that. I just I know you're a fan. Clearly, if you're listening to this, you're a fan of comedy and Atlanta comedy and the city of Atlanta. And that's what this podcast is all about. That's what Red Clay Comedy Festival is all about. So that's why this is a perfect time to paint a picture of what's coming up this week here in Atlanta. The Red Clay Comedy Festival. This is the second year it's run and the buzz is brewing, man. I mean, they've picked up major sponsors from people like Sirius, you know, XM Radio, which is a big proponent of comedy. I mean, there's you're going to learn about it all in here. I won't, I won't leave any more spoilers out there, but there's a lot of heat coming to Hotlanta this week. And if you're listening to this after the festival takes place, still enjoy this ride and learn what you'll be able to experience next year. And just this is just a good indicator of what good things are to come for Atlanta comedy. It's not just Atlanta comedy anymore. Like, really, the country is starting to gravitate here. And you're tuning to the one and only resource that gives you that play-by-play. So thank you so much for joining us on the Hot Breath of Verse. Now, I said all that to get you ready. So now all there is left to do is inhale a hot breath. With Mike Albanese. Give it a shot. Feel it out. Hey, How does it hi. feel? Oh, we doing it. We're doing it. Is this a curse-free zone? No, just say whatever you want. Fuck yeah, bud. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. We're chilling here at WSB like radio. We're in like the river room. This is like right a real now. radio station. This is yeah. like this is like the the old future meeting the past. You know? It, oh yeah, <laughs> it really is. Yeah, set up our own little. Look at this huge studio with <laughs> yeah. all this equipment here, and then look at this that you have here: two, two mics and a little tiny recorder that is doing everything that the studio does. It good enough. Hey, it sounds perfect. Thank you so much. First off, could you say your full name into the microphone? My name is Mike Albanese. Mike Albanese. Mike Albanese. Albanese, yeah. Thank you for being on Hot Breath, buddy. Hey, 
Thanks for having me. Thanks for bringing me hot breath water. You're very welcome. This is great. Surprisingly quenching, right? Uh, weird, though, that it says caffeinate your ears, and this is not caffeinated water. <laughs> so, <laughs> fuck yourself. This, is, this needs to be a little bit uh, better next time. So. We're, we're rebranding. You'll catch my rider, so hopefully earlier, so that oh. way you'll get my caffeinated water. I didn't realize there was a rider mm-hmm. involved with Mr. Albanese. Well, Albanaise. you're dealing with a real card over here. I am. What are you do, even doing here at WSB? What were you doing? Uh, I was I was doing uh, Eric Von Hessler's radio show. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I, I used to be on it a long time ago when I lived here. Oh, okay. And then when I'm in town, I come back and do it, and he helps me promote and stuff. So I was promoting the Red Clay Comedy Festival. Oh. Which, see how seamless that was? We dropped He's it early, natural. baby. No, let's do it, man. That's <laughs> uh, why we're here. Yeah, man. So yeah, I was just hanging out. Eric's been a, become a good a good buddy, mm-hmm. and then English Nick, who's kind of an Atlanta radio myth and legend. He also does all the uh, metalsome, you know, like okay. metalsome Mondays and at uh, Ten High. Okay, have you ever been there? It's like I the haven't. live band karaoke. No, it was like a, a huge rock band with lights, smoke, sound, the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And then you get to be the lead singer. <laughs> and so a band play it's unbelievable. It's, it's awesome. It start, started as Metal Some Monday and now it's like five or six nights a week. Oh geez. Yeah, so it's crazy. And he's like the front man and then he becomes the backup guy when you it's like his thing. He runs it and he's been doing it for years. I didn't realize who I was in the presence of. I'm telling in you, here, it's crazy. That was him who was setting us up. He's oh, like yeah? the DJ on the river. He, he yeah, had, these guys work like crazy over here. Well look at but you. He was him he's on Eric's show, so it was I, I came in and sat in on it. It was a lot of fun. Amongst the brass, oh, right no, now. no more brass in these microphones, pal. Yeah, <laughs> these are these are aggressive. I like it. You like the mics? They look good, man. Good, man. Well, <laughs> you look good. I'm so happy. I was able to sit down with one of the co-founders of the Red Clay Comedy yeah, Festival yeah. last year. I sat down with Gilbert Lowend. Yeah. This year, I'm sitting down with Mike Albanese. Yeah. I guess yeah. the other head of the two-headed dragon. Yeah, it's me involved. and Gilbert started the festival to uh, last year, mm-hmm. uh, and then you know we're back again. Uh, we we crawled out from the from the muck of a first year festival. <laughs> yeah. A lot of fun, had a uh-huh. great time, learned a lot. Okay. And this year we uh, we we strategized and uh, we've got a really cool thing we're doing this year. So and hopefully it'll be similar every year. So we're super we're super excited. We got some great comics. We partnered mm-hmm. with Project Pabst. So our offering this year is, is incredible because if you get the pass, you can get a comedy nerd pass. Uh-huh. Uh, it gets you into all of our shows, headliners, plus the Project Paps Music Festival, which is happening the Saturday of our festival, October first. So wow. ours goes from the thirtieth, sorry, the t- September 29th, thirtieth, and October first. And then Project Paps is the, a huge music festival with like Run the Jewels, mm-hmm. which has Killer Mike, as we all know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no effects. Yeah. Mastodon, Charles Bradley. It's crazy. There's so many great shows. Plus, we have a comedy stage at the Project Paps Festival Dude. that Red Clay is par- is providing. So all of our showcase comedians will be there. Guys like Joe List, who opens for Louis C.K. internationally. Mm-hmm. Ben Kronberg, Amber Nelson. It's crazy. It's an unbelievable lineup <laughs> that we have. And then Rory Scovel is taping his special on Friday and Saturday. It's being produced by Jack White of the White Stripes, and he's going to be in Atlanta at the Relapse Theater actually during the shooting. Really? Which is crazy. Wow. Uh, we're going to have Clayton English, who just won Last Comic Standing, doing mm-hmm. a big kind of like homecoming show. Uh, it's it's bananas. It's it's cuckoo bananas, pal. How do you even? It sounds like you've come so far in just a year. Like what? yeah, well, we made a lot of mistakes last year, but like in, not mistakes as far as like what we provided as a show, just like mm-hmm. structurally. You know, it's a learning curve. You know, I've done a lot of different types of festivals and events and street festivals and stuff before that I've produced, but this was a large undertaking that we 
decided to do last year. Originally, we were going to do it. This was going to be our first year. But last year, me and Gilbert went on the road for like a month and a half doing shows all over the country. And mm-hmm. we, were, we were talking about it. And finally, we are just like, you know, fuck it. Let's do it this year. We'll, we're going to be on the road. So let's we'll have nothing but time on our hands driving. So we'll be together. So let's just like knock this thing out. And so we did it. And, you know, we're coming back strong. It's going to be good. What were some of the mistakes maybe you made last year? Well, we got from. real aggressive with booking. Like, we kind of just were like, yeah, you come, you come, you come. And mm. it's like, ah, how are we going to get them here? How are we going to put them up? And so, like, it got, you know, expensive because we didn't want to, you know, not live up to our end of the deal, you know. So we made sure that we put everybody up and everybody was fed and everybody was boozed. And it was, you know, it was a great time. Mm-hmm. We had a, it was a lot of fun. But it was... You know, it was a much larger undertaking than we had anticipated. But it always is. You ask anybody that starts a comedy or any type of festival, like the first couple of years, it's brutal. You know, but we're you know we we took our lumps and it was a great great festival and we're this year hopefully be better. So far, we're looking better than we were last year at overall. So for like sales, and yeah, stuff? like we're our, the great. interest and the the mm-hmm. conversions and all the online stuff. It looks so far we've beaten where we ended up last year wow. weeks before we even start so that's that's a really good sign yeah that is people great showing point. a lot of interest we mm-hmm. got a little, getting a lot of media attention forbes just reached out they're doing a, they're going to do a cup this a piece on it about the yeah it's nuts what yeah so you know what? so far we're doing we're doing <laughs> the right thing <laughs> we think you know so we, it's still next week so we don't have a chance we don't know anything until it's over but right you know. yeah and one of the thing i noticed about this year's festival Compared to last year's, was uh, there was a submission process last year? Yes, and I was like, oh, I can't wait to get on next year. And I was <laughs> yeah. like, oh, never mind. No, we 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 took out the festival, so or the submission part. We debated whether we're going to do that last year or not because there's a real sense of, especially in the in co- the comedy community, that su- submission festivals are a bit of a scam. Mm. You know, they don't really look at your tapes. They're only going to put their buddies in type of thing. There's a lot of nepotism when it comes to that. Uh, and you know, the, the, we decided that it was best for the, this festival that it was more of a curated, if that makes sense, where we're mm-hmm. not taking people comics money. Comics don't have money. If you're a comic and you and you're on festivals or you have the the time and the skill to be in the company of the people like Rory Scholes and things like that. Mm-hmm. You probably don't have a lot of money because you're dedicating your life to doing comedy. So to, for us to take 30, 40, 50 bucks from you so that we can watch your tape, it seemed a little little bit counterproductive to the vibe of the festival because Red Clay is a very, uh, you know, homegrown, mm. uh, underground. We're, we're in no comedy clubs. We're in all, like, independent venues. We're in Relapse Theater, but that's kind of like a... A punk rock comedy club, if you will, totally is, yeah. Uh, you know, so we wanted to kind of have that vibe of just like super chill, cool, you know, non-competitive. There's no competition aspect. It's just come, comics going to come, do some killer shows, have some stupid sets. It's going to be fun. Mm-hmm. We're bringing some great stuff. Like last year, we had Amy Sanford film a special. This year, we got Roy Scovel filming a huge special with a massive production behind it. Uh, you know, and they're partnering with Project Paps. You know, we're just kind of up in the level, and we already have some. Stokes in the Fire for next year, a really big act that might oh, be wow. interested as far as music goes. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, so you know, we're we're just trying to make it a really fun event. We want to make sure that nobody leaves the event going like, oh, I wish they would have, or I didn't really have a good this. You know, we want to everyone to just have a balls of the wall, great time, great weekend. And it's for my and for your money and for my from when I where I'm sitting, it's the best ticket of the fall. 
Yeah. It's amazing comedy, amazing music. We got you. You buy the pass that gets you into everything. We also have a big barbecue that we're doing fr- next Friday. So what's it? Today's Friday, right? So, so yeah. A oh, week from do, the day. Is it Kings? Yeah, so we're having oh, Kings snap. Barbecue. They're going to p- pull in the, the trailer, and wow. every, all the comics plus all the pass holders get in. We're going to have a dunk tank. It's going to be stupid. Goza Tequila is our tequila sponsor. They're going to set up a bar, and it's going to be open bar with Goza. PBR is our sponsor. There's going to be tons of beer. It's going to be insane, and it's all free. It's all part of your ticket. Oh, okay. Plus, so you get everything. And, you know, right. It's nutty. Plus, after parties every night at Relapse. Like, it's just going to be so dumb. It's going to be so <laughs> fucking stupid. It sounds amazing, It's going to be so much fun. So if you haven't got a ticket out there, get it now. Because not, there's not, our passes are dwindling for the big package, so make sure you get them. Yeah, I saw um, the tier one of Comedy Nerds were sold gone. out. Yeah, it's gone, which yeah. is exciting. So now we're at that second tier, uh, which is good. You know, it's just more of a get on your ass and do it type of thing. And you're, you're saying all these great things that are happening this year, but like, what was the what was the central idea? What was the morsel of that that uh, the seed that kind of grew into this big event? That's At, going before on? we started, or for this year? Like before even last year? Like was Gilbert and you just talking? Like we yeah, should well, do a festival? Me, like how long ago? Me and Gilbert have lived together for a long, for a number of years, right? And we moved to New York together. Uh, we lived together up there when we first got there, and. We'd always just talked about, like, we should do a festival, we should do a festival. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's other festivals that are in, in town that are competitive, and I don't like competitive festivals because mm-hmm. there's always that air of they already know who, you know. Because I've seen festivals where you see guys or girl destroy way better than anyone on, the sh- on their level or on their showcase, mm-hmm. and they don't get through, but somebody who has some industry buzz already who doesn't have a good set, gets through. And it's right. like, well, that clearly was not, you already wanted this person, and it doesn't matter what anybody else did because you already wanted this person. That happens. And yeah. for anyone to say that it doesn't happen, it's a little bit out of their, uh, they're out of their mind if they think that that's not really happening, or they're very much in denial. So doesn't mean the festival's not great, and it's not a fun time, and it does a lot of good for a lot of people, but there's that competitive nature that we wanted to take out of it and to say, look, what if we had just this curated show a festival where you don't have there's no competition they didn't have that wasn't in atlanta so we're like fuck it let's just do it ourselves yeah so we did it you know i have a lot of experience in event planning and sponsorship and stuff like that yeah, and sales man. and gilbert has a lot of connections as far as comics and agencies and things like that and he's a whiz with numbers so we collectively we, we balance each other out pretty well where i'm great at ideas and certain types of execution, and he's great at other ideas and other types of execution. So it's a good, it's a good marriage between that. And you know, we 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 don't really fight. We get along really well, he and I. So it's it's. it's I mean, we argue about certain things, but right. it's like, we we you know, we're we're we're, we're good pals. We're nice. We're good and chummy. So it's it's <laughs> easy to like if we get angry at each other to just like fuck off. And, like, and then it's like, all right, let's get back to it. You know, what are some? But of We the- have the same goals. For the festival, so it's easy for us to continue and love for Atlanta comedy. Yeah, exactly. Too, which and that is was crucial. a big part of it. And that's why we call it Red Clay Comedy right. Festival because Red Clay is very much a Georgia, you know, thing. Mm-hmm. We wanted to make it as, as Atlanta as possible. Like our sponsorship, Goza Tequila. They're the they're Atlanta's. They're an Atlanta-based tequila company. Interesting. Which is crazy, yeah. you know. And they're a great company, and they're they're helping us out immensely. So it's it's going to be great. They're going to be everywhere. And we just locked in Sirius XM. By the way, I saw that. We just locked them as a sponsor. Four days ago. Yeah, I saw that on the website. Like, how do you? I would love to know more of uh, the production side because I've talked. I talked to Ramon Rivas on here, yeah. and he's he's the mastermind behind Accidental Comedy Festival up right. in uh, Cleveland, mm-hmm. and he's been able to 
grow that festival and also get an actual artist grant from the city of Cleveland. Right, like right. he's really made it like a, a city event. Yeah. And like, what is, you've done things like battle the beards. Did yeah. you do like a paint party? Like what all, yeah. what all events have you kind of well, built I, I, from up? The paint thing wasn't, I was one of a couple people that was uh -huh. involved with that. Um, but the battle of the beards was like a brain, my brainchild. I also have done like street festivals. One, mm -hmm. I did one called, uh, horror in the highlands it was like a it was like a halloween street festival like you know you get free drinks and costume contests all kinds of crazy shit mm -hmm. i did a uh, christmas in july so middle of july it was this big christmas party <laughs> that i threw uh in the uh, it was between like five or six bars you know it was, it was a lot of fun i've done uh and now this festival did that but also my previous life before i was doing comedy i i was involved in production for like big tours like i did this i, I was a Stage hand, and then ended up like doing all kinds of different jobs for Metallica. For this, they did a summer sanitarium tour. Uh -huh. I worked for a good part of the summer, uh, working the stage and like building the stage and throwing lights and all kinds of crazy mm -hmm. stuff. You know, I I've worked. I don't know if you remember back in the day, like 99X had those free concerts. I do like, in the park on the bricks and then yeah. downtown rocks and all this stuff. I was a stage hand and then stage manager for all of those. Wow. Uh, as far as like certain aspects of it, but I did, worked every summer working on those backstage and like produ helping produce those those events from like the technical aspect and the production aspect. Because so I've always had my hand in some sort of event production. You're also in a band at one time. I was in a band. Yeah, yeah we were awesome. You were the drummer. Is yeah, that right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Forever from now, I dare <laughs> you to find it. I dare <laughs> you to find us online. It's out there. My, or MySpace. Go to MySpace and search Forever from Now. I swear to God, it's some good shit. We had some really good songs that we never actually got to finish, but. Don't you also have like a corporate background? Yeah, I was a uh, trade show manager for a long time, doing okay. kind of like events and stuff like that. I, would, I was with the company that we would design big like trade. If you go to a big trade show where there's like all these these companies build these massive booth structures inside convention centers where they sell out of basically, mm -hmm. uh, they build like a corporate office essentially inside a building. And so I was with a company that we would design, manufacture, and then manage them all over the world where I had. I had like multi-million dollar properties going to Paris, you know, on a ship Jeez. type of shit. So it was, <laughs> yeah, I got, I, I, I got a little bit of, I fucking hated that job. Oh, really? Oh, it was the worst. Yeah, I hated it. The company out. was garbage. They stole money from me. It was just terrible. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> they stole money from a lot of people. That's not just me. Like, I was one of many that, like, were trying to bring a, I didn't get involved with the lawsuit that they tried to bring on him, but mm. they, the guy that owned that was a real piece of shit. He was a nice guy up front. Right. And to me, like he was, a, he was genuinely a, a nice man. Uh, helped me out a lot when I got graduated college. He gave me like a bonus, a signing bonus to come work for him. Where he helped me, paid for me to move down to Florida and shit. Mm -hmm. Like so, as a person, he was nice. But as a businessman, he was a scumbag. Mm -hmm. uh, so you moved down from Philly. To I, no, I moved from Atlanta. Oh, from Atlanta. Okay. Uh, well, I went to South Georgia. I went to college in Valdosta State. Oh, okay. Go Blazers. Nobody's heard of either one of those things. Uh, <laughs> what was your major there? I was a marketing major. Jeez. Okay. Yeah. So it's just in the blood. I guess. Yeah. My dad was a sales guy his whole life. I had my first business when I was like twelve. What? I had a, a for a summer. I had a concession stand at my neighborhood pool because uh -huh. you couldn't get food. Problem, solution. Interesting. <laughs> you couldn't get food. There was like a snack machine that never worked. So I was like, "Fuck this! I'm gonna set up a table. I'm gonna sell snacks, cold sodas." little sandwiches here and there and i've had a little summer and i didn't make any money i ate my profits so just because <laughs> my dad wouldn't like if i wanted to buy a sandwich for myself like when i'd go and get all my supplies he's like that's coming out of your money like you get that's how this works and i was like i guess you're right and so i never i don't think i ever made money on that but i had that and then 
you know, I was, had a lawn mowing business when I was a kid, like in high school and shit. And then I was working like at a landscape company. It was just fucking bananas. Wow, man. I was doing all kinds of stupid stuff. The business side is something that's intriguing, especially it makes sense now that you're putting together this huge festival with this, all this experience you have. Yeah, I guess. I mean, it definitely helps. I don't think it hurts. I've, I've turned my back to it a lot it's when I started comedy. You know, mm, I kind of just should focus. It it's easy. It's easier to like do... Like when I did went on t- me and Gilbert went on tour last year, you know, it was easy for me to pick up the phone and like book that and mm-hmm. then get the relationships going, make sure that like, we get the car and the, you know, plan the hotel. Like I I get my you know, I I get off on doing like planning stuff like right, that. Like, right, I right, right. Enjoy I'm doing another one in in March. Another uh, tour. Yeah, but this is gonna be a lot longer and more in depth. Uh, what I what I love about it, watching your progress and just your growth is like branding is something you seem to have an eye for like in everything maybe. like like um the battle of the beards it had a very specific look and brand and it seemed yeah. to be well put together the same thing with the red clay it seems like it's all on theme if you will quote unquote like what are what are some kind of um branding insights you could provide uh, I like well so our first logo which is the shirt I'm wearing now it's great I like yeah, the logo it's great uh, it's not as descriptive as I would like it to have been mm-hmm. so I actually designed the one for this year uh, with the peach and like a very so the, my 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 idea for branding is always iconic I want something to be very much what it's what it is and so this the brand this year is the peach which we're a peach state for the right. red clay comedy festival is very Atlanta and then like a inlaid with a very iconic view of the Atlanta skyline. So you know what it is when you look at it, that is Atlanta. Mm-hmm. You know, and then Red Clay Comedy Festival, we borrowed the same typeface that was custom made for us by Joe Carg. Oh, nice. Uh, and then inlaid that with the new logo itself, and then we have a new co- co- new color scheme. You know, and I think every year it'll change a little bit or slightly. You know, we'll have a different look so that they become you know specific to the year we we want to not we don't want to put the year on it so much as we want to have it just slightly different so that if there's a lot of comedy fans you know a lot of people that love comedy or mm-hmm. that will come every year so that way they can have a shirt from every year and they well, this one says the inaugural because it was the first one so we thought that was cool but then every year the shirt won't have the the year on it or the dates because it's like oh what's the red one with the peach on it oh that was 2016 type of oh, thing you know? make so it almost like exclusive yeah a little bit yeah yeah we limited run shirts we don't print a ton of them you know once they're gone they're gone type of thing so mm. um, yeah I think iconic is is more what I was going for with that okay and, and it's I spent a long time because I'm not a graphic designer by any stretch in the sense like technically I don't have the fast Photoshop skills. Uh, but enough to where I could, f- if I spend enough time, I'll figure it out. And I can, I can learn through YouTube. YouTube, yeah, how to, I do, how that to do too. certain things. Yeah, yeah. and I, I knew what I wanted in my head. I knew I was like, this is how I want this to look. I just didn't know how to do it, and so I just spent a couple months, like early in the year, just like fuck. And at the last uh-huh. minute, I was like, I, the pressure. I work really good under pressure. Mm. I'm the opposite. Like a lot of people hate pressure. I love like the, you tell me I have a deadline and it's got to be done. I'll, it's getting done. But as soon as I knew, like, we got to get this done, it's got to be done now, it was, like, two hours later I had the design finished. Of what it took me months to, like, I can't figure out how to do this. In yeah. two hours I figured out, like, oh, there it is. Finished it. Boom. Right. Go, go. Done. <laughs> yeah. So, I had interviewed Gilbert, like, the day after the festival ended last year. I was like, in the Bahamas the day after. Oh, are you serious? Yeah, I had a gig at the Atlantis for two weeks. Oh. <laughs> uh, and so as soon as the festival was over, I fucked right off to the, right. to the Caribbean. Gilbert was halfway dying in the interview. It was... um. It's oh, very it was, entertaining it was, for anybody 
that yeah. hasn't listened to that yet. And <laughs> he he was talking about already like, well, it's about the time to start planning for yeah. next year. Yeah, we took maybe two months off. Uh-huh. I mean, we were immediately started thinking about it before we really started getting into it. It was probably two or three months. It might have been de- December, January before we were like, all right, let's let's get back into this. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, fortunately, PBR was all on board. With no question, and uh, you reach out like how? Do, how does the sponsorship process work? What is that? Uh, deal? You know, it's it's a little bit of I know a guy that knows a guy, and let's mm. get an email chain going, and let's figure it out, and let's see if it works for you, if it works for us, type of thing. And you know, it's just a matter of selling it, making sure that they get what they want out of it, um, being upfront about it. You know, like this is what it is, this is what we're hoping for, this is what we think it's going to be, but you know, we're do we're going to do the best we can. This is what we're promoting, and. You know, we'll do everything we can to make sure that your brand gets what we say it's going to get. And, you know, that's a, that's the best you can do, you know. And sometimes sponsors are like, man, we had some sponsors last year that didn't weren't feeling it. Um, what do you mean? They just dropped out or what? Well, no, what they mean? just were, uh, you know, it happens, though. Every fest, every time you do an event, someone, okay. you know, one of the one of the brands may not be a brand by the time next week's show rolls around, you know. Right, right. Uh, one of the brands was just, I don't know, they just weren't. There were some changes last year that affected them a little bit, and so they, I think they were just kind of scared off by it. You know, no, no bad blood, but it just, you know. Right, But, yeah. we, you know, we, 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 you have to set a certain level of expectation to people. I mean, and I, I do a pretty good job, notoriously, of overselling, uh, and so I'm starting to learn how to under-promise and over-deliver versus over-promise and under-deliver. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I... You know, just kind of set a better level of expectation. This is a riveting conversation, by the no, way. No, it is. No, because <laughs> branding is a part of it, and sponsorship is like huge parts of festivals that people see. They're like, oh, look, there's a serious label on there. But people don't understand how yeah, yeah. Well, that was the work that the goes into getting long, them involved. A long haul, uh, getting them on, and kind of last-minute finalizations of legal pa- the paperwork and stuff and getting appro- certain approvals. Yeah. You know, uh, but... The, they're a great company. They're one of the biggest financial supporters of comedy. They are one of the biggest providers of comedy mm. content to the entire country and to mm-hmm. the entire world. Which a lot of people don't realize that, that how many subscribers they actually have. It is a huge series. is huge. Mm-hmm. And they have the best of the best. They have for Christ's sake, Howard Stern's on their network. Like, you know, Red Clay. Yeah, Red Clay now. Uh, <laughs> so they, Ron Bennington, is probably one of the greatest interviewers of all time. Amazing. Yeah, and he's on the show, you know, and our commercials are playing on their station, type of stuff. So it's like it's crazy. Yeah, that, but they are a huge per supporter of of stand up and comedy, and you know they're a great partner to have, and they're providing us with some really great insight and great promotion and great advertising and some visual aids, which are going to be great. All the lanyards that people are going to wear on the nice. neck are going to be these beautiful Sirius XM lanyards, uh-huh. so they're going to have a lot of branding potential and opportunity. Uh, you know, and and it's uh, they bring a lot to the table as far as legitimacy too. So that that's really good for us. Yeah, and to have that label on our our brand, it's 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 helpful because our brand is le- is low right now. We have low visibility because it's a new festival. In five six years, red clay might be synonymous with comedy, but serious already is. So it's to, for us to have that brand on our brand. It's a good it's a good mix. Is that the goal for this to become like the premier festival? Maybe you know, if if every year we don't do worse than the year before, I think it's a it's a it's a win. If we just even if we grow just a little bit every year, for me is I'll do this forever as long as it doesn't kill me. <laughs> you know, as oh. long as I don't, you know, lose everything again. 
<laughs> that type of thing. You've gone all in? Yeah, oh, all, I'm beyond all in. Yeah, I'm, oh. I'm in. We're in beyond all in. Yeah, because you know, I remember last year, Gilbert was talking about the festival, like how he's still figuring out how he's going to pay some people oh, yeah, and all yeah, this. Yeah, so that took like, a while. We, you know, we, we, we had to come out of pocket. All my savings went uh-huh. into this. You know, I'm passionate about making sure that red clay sticks around and it's, it's good every year because mm-hmm. literally every dime I had, I'm not afraid to say it, you know, I, I won't tell you how much, but every right. dime I had saved. Is was gone. It disappeared into this, and I even had to like make some phone calls, like, "Hey, wow. you the money." Well, see, so you must. Uh, but I love it, and I wanted to. Yeah. I believe in it. Yeah, because if I, if I lost that much money, and it wasn't like a loss that we, I wasn't. It was a possibility, you know. And you're and look, if anyone out there is trying to think about starting a festival of some sort, you're gonna lose money. Mm. Everyone loses money. Uh, you know, it's just, it's just unless you have deep pockets or you have somebody that's willing to give you a ton of money with no repercussions. It's you know if you're putting it up if it's a not up or shut up type of thing you're gonna lose money. Why do you believe in it so much? Because I think there's potential. There's potential in the long run. You know this is a long this is a long play, mm-hmm. and it's becoming a great thing. And annually, if we can grow a little bit, then it's a win. You know, and we can keep bringing great comedians. We can keep exposing Atlanta comedians. We can keep, right. you know, everybody in everybody in the green as far as Atlanta goes. Then it's good, you know. We're bringing a lot of uh, people here, a lot of eyes on the community, and a lot of people from outside of the co- of the country are hitting us up, going, "Hey, or not out of the country, outside of Atlanta, like, yeah. hey, what's going on with this Atlanta thing?" Wow. You know, Forbes. When was the last time Forbes covered a comedy event in Atlanta? It's crazy, know? man. It's uh, crazy. So it's you know, it's good, and and you know, they Chris Hardwick mentioned it on his on his podcast last week. Wow. You know? Yeah, it was it was cool. It was really cool. And you you st- you started comedy here in Atlanta for people that don't know. Um, yeah. Limerick Junction is actually yeah, your that's baby. actually my spot. That's why I started alive. that baby. And I heard it was great. I heard it's even better now than it's, it ever dude, was. Dude, the yeah, host yeah. Tom Tom, uh, Tom is Toast it. Russell Old is Toast. killing it. I remember when Toast was uh, first coming around. Yeah, he uh, uh, this crazy kid. That's he good. runs a tight ship over there too. That's he good. used to be like, "Hey man, I know you. I can get on." But now it's like, "Oh, there's a list." And I'm like, "All right, you know these kids don't respect their elders as much anymore." But that's <laughs> well, fine. You look like a baby. So. <laughs> well, then nobody should. thinks you're an elder. <laughs> you look like you look like a toddler with a good haircut. <laughs> It's a great haircut. You look like a toddler at an SEC fraternity. That's what you have. That's that's. You, the, <laughs> you look like the date rapist of a fraternity. Sure, I know. Okay, I great. <laughs> no, you're you're absolutely right. <laughs> so I just want to give people a background of like you being in Atlanta and seeing yeah, it yeah, grow, yeah. and then you now live in New York. Like, yeah. is the reputation of Atlanta comedy oh, yeah. all over? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's it's uh-huh. everyone knows Atlanta as being a, but it's not just and I'm from Atlanta, therefore I must be good type of thing. Like you mm-hmm. have to still be funny. For anyone to give a shit, because everyone's from somewhere, you know. There's every day, twenty people from Atlanta or Chicago or LA mm. or Seattle come off the right. bus and you know leave within six months, <laughs> you know. So, so saying you're from Atlanta is is all is means something, but it doesn't. You know, you also have to be funny enough, I guess, in a sense. Mm-hmm. And I don't think, you know, that it's not the case. Here. I don't feel like that I'm the funniest guy coming out of Atlanta but because you start here and you cut your teeth here there is a level of like oh fucking Atlanta's awesome mm. type of thing you know okay. so yeah just saying oh I'm from Atlanta doesn't and it shouldn't it shouldn't right. mean yeah. you ha- you know you have to you have to bring the goods too but you know people at least in the city, you know, I'm one of them that feels like there's something special going on with Atlanta comedy right now. Oh, there and is, for sure. Is that a motivation with the festival as well? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Uh-huh. Yeah. I wanted to bring something to the city that you know, cuz I started here and I, you know, I cut my teeth here and I mm-hmm. It's this will always be home wherever whatever happens, 
So I, I want to keep, you know, and I, it gives me a good reason to come back for a couple of weeks and hang out. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're happy you did, man. Um, before we get out of here, is there anything else you want the world to know? No. Uh, just come to the festival this weekend. Get yeah. tickets. You know, make sure that I don't we don't lose all of our money again. Uh, no, it's going to be good. Come yeah, to the festival. Well, it's going to be a ton of fun. There's so many great events and yeah. parties. And uh, we're in the middle of negotiating. We lost Colin Quinn, unfortunately. I heard that, he got, yeah. Uh, he had surgery on his Achilles, and he thought he'd be healed up enough, and he's not, uh, which is unfortunate. But we are in the process, and I should know today, mm -hmm. and we might even be able to announce it today or tomorrow, but I can't right now. Yeah. Big name, big mm -hmm. monster uh, might be coming through to do some spots on just some of the showcase shows, which is uh -huh. going to be crazy. It's going to be one of the ones like, the fuck did you just say? Really? Hopefully. What, yeah. um, I don't, I don't have to keep it in, but no, I'd no, no, like no, to no. know. I'll tell you after. Keep, oh, you tell me yeah, after. Yeah, I'll tell cool. you after. Yeah, I'm not going to. Because we'll hopefully we'll be able to announce it today. So, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It'll, it'll be, yeah, it's good. It's good. It's, it's good one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a good one. It's worth it. It's not like it's not like Seinfeld, but it's it's, right. a, it's a good. It's one that people will really like. Well, um, yeah. I, you mentioned people getting tickets. Where can they get tickets? Red Clay, uh, RedClayComedy.com. Mm -hmm. uh, there's you can all the tickets are on the same page essentially. There's a schedule. There's a lineup. Uh, if you go to the um, tickets link, you can see everything you get when you get the Comedy Nerd Pass, which is a little bit pricey, but it's right now the tickets the. You can get tickets, showcase tickets for ten bucks a show, which is great. It's incredible. If you buy a uh, one of Rory or Clayton's tickets, which are only twenty dollars, for at the when you check out, they'll be they'll ask you if you want to get a showcase badge for ten dollars, so you can get into every showcase show for just ten dollars. So whereas every show is ten dollars to get into, if you buy a headliner ticket and then just spend that extra ten bucks, you get into every single showcase show, which will include this potential monster headliner. But even still, we got for Christ's sake. Ben Kroberg, Joe List, Anthony DeVito, Amber Nelson. It's going to be insane. It's like insane. Each one of these lineups are just bananas. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so for an extra 10 bucks with your, if you just buy a headliner ticket, or uh, 125 right now is the full-on Comedy Nerd Pass, but that gets you into every after party, every headliner show, every showcase show, the barbecue, plus Project Paps, which right now is on its own, is like $75 to get into. <sighs> So we're plus you get a one of the T-shirts, a collectible poster. I mean, you, this is like a monster ticket. Yeah. That if you bought it all individually, you'd spend over two hundred fifty dollars. But we're because of our partnerships, we're able to do it for a really good price. You know, where it, it helps, you know, really good big comedy fans. And we're, there's people are buying them. People are responding to it. Exactly. So it's good. And we already sold out of the first tier, which we didn't think would happen until the weekend of. Uh, we sold out of it almost a month in advance of the show, which is great. And so now there's a couple left. So. Pick them up, get your tickets. Yes. It'll be stupid. Please do, man. Support yeah. this grassroots Red, movement. Redclaycomedy.com. Redclaycomedy.com. And it's all on social media as well. Yeah, yeah. You can find us on all of it's linked up there. So you can see everything. All the information's on there. Buy a ticket. You'll get an email. It's going to be great. It's going to be good fun. Well, Tons this has booze. been good fun, man. Yeah, so thanks thank for you. having me, pal. Uh, I keep seeing about the hot breath, and I, yeah? I never got on. So I'm, You made it. I'm in it. You're a hot brethren now. I'm a hot breath. Where's my <laughs> shirt, bitch? A hot brethren. Where's my shirt? <laughs> no, where's my? You know, I don't get a hot breath shirt. I thought that was the deal. Do I get a red clay? Do yeah, I get a red clay yeah, pass? Sure. I don't have a red. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. If I, if I get a pass, maybe. I'll give you a shirt. Yeah, get your press pass. You're press now. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm press. press. You can cover the event. Who do I talk to me. about that? You're talking you, to. Him. <laughs> I'm talking to the one yeah, of the you're talking founders. to me right now. I'm getting the press. I'm getting the, the badges printed today. Are you serious? Yeah, buddy. Can buddy, you, this is all me and Gilbert. Like we're doing everything. Can I? Uh, am I on that? Yeah. Am I on press now? You got it, dude. You heard it right here. Hot breath will be Hot breath press. Hot press, baby. Yeah, man. Thank you it. so much for doing Definitely, this, man. man. Yeah. That's what's up. Dude.
Great interview, man. Oh, this is fun. There you have it, hot brethren and sister. And thank you so much for supporting the podcast. Please, you've listened this far. Just take a few more minutes with me. Let's hang out. What else you got to do? You're killing time at work, sitting in traffic, maybe at home, delaying, looking for a job. Whatever you're doing, go along this journey with me for the next few minutes on this outro, outro, outro. If you enjoyed this episode, hey, drop me an iTunes review. Let me know. That's uh, something that can help you feel good about supporting the podcast. And also, it gives us more visibility in this cluttered podcast world. So please, if you enjoyed this, just take a minute, drop a quick iTunes review. It really makes a difference. If you want to support financially, you know, uh, Mike did mention shirts. I do have shirts for sale. Hit me up on social media. Hit me up on Facebook. Uh, at Joel Byers Comedy is my social media. Hit me up on Facebook. Go to my website, joelbyerscomedy.com. There's a contact info on there as well. So if you enjoy this episode, I would certainly enjoy your support in helping us to build this and help really create quality content for you kids out there. So, And if you're on my website and you're like, oh... This was actually a pretty dope website. Who made that? Bernard Henry Manning. Oh, who took the pictures on the website? Bernard Henry Manning. Oh, who filmed this awesome video on the website? Bernard Henry Manning. Hit him up for everything you need, whether it's design, photography, videography. Just hit him up on Facebook. He'll take care of you. If you like my logo with that awesome illustrated portrait, that's Comedy Artwork. Go to at Comedy Artwork on social media or ComedyArtwork.com. Get him to make you one. This dude is amazingly talented and really has brought an identity to really my comedy and my brand. So thank you, Comedy Artwork. Hit him up if you guys are looking to do the same. And thank you to Highwire Comedy. That's where I teach a stand-up class. We also teach sketch and improv. But I could not be more happy as Red Clay is really you know here to build an identity for Atlanta comedy and help bring awareness to it. Same thing is going on with Highwire Comedy and the new 7,000-square-foot complex we have. So go to HighwireComedy.com, see how you can get involved in any of the classes. I mean, there's different programs, there's different options. Just coming to see a show and just seeing quality comedy on a nightly basis. HighwireComedy.com. Or if you just want to be on the internet and be like, oh, what else is Joel up to? Well, you know, my schedule's on my website. You can... Come out every Wednesday, Funny Monkey at Java Monkey. We're out there in Decatur at 8.30. It was voted Creative Loafing's best local comedy show. So come on out and see what that's about. And pick up a Hot Breath shirt while you're out there. Why not? You know, what you got to lose? And I know a lot of people have been asking about sponsorships. And you can see what, what the identity of this podcast is. And I'm only having sponsors that really elevate that identity and really support that identity. It's all you know, comedy-based, training-based, It, but it's not just comedy-specific. If you're not a comedian, if you're just an artist in general, or really just somebody with a brand, something you want to start really generating exposure for, I mean, you know, headshots are always important. Any type of quality photography, high-res photos, people are going to notice. A great website, that's just really rule number one of online presence. And of course, having a dope like digital illustration of yourself. Everything's so digital now. So, I mean, that's, you know, that's comedy artwork. Bernard Henry Manning taking care of your photos, your web design, all that jazz. So really, if you're looking, if you think, you know, that you have a um, an idea, a product, a, uh, a show, just an overall event, something you would like to plug, 
you know, hit me up on social media at Joel Byers Comedy. See how you can become a sponsor of Hot Breath Podcast. Creative Loafings voted best local podcast. Yes. So just hit me up if you're interested in seeing how you can sponsor. And um, if you're looking for a quick hit on a sponsorship, if you just leave an iTunes review, I read those at the beginning of every episode. So if you want a quick shout out for whatever you got going on, leave an iTunes review. I'll read it. Simple as that. So simple as that. That is that. And we shall rat-a-tat. That is nothing to do with hot breath, but we are at the end of this outro, which means that only the few and the proud that commit to the end of these really get all the nuggets, like the word rat-a-tat, which is a great band if you're interested. But I digress. I will now send you forth out of the hot breath into your own relative reality, but I appreciate you, appreciate you, appreciate you, and your support. I should also appreciate you, my engineer who makes everything sound so crystal clear, Amon Garner. If you have any audio needs, a quick project to a podcast, hit him up. He can make your audio crystal. Also, my theme song, I gotta thank my fiance, Aaron Rodgers, for making the theme song. You can follow her on social media, at Aaron A. Rogers. But that is really it. From over here in the Hot Brotherverse, you guys, hot brethren, hot sisterin, hottie hottie. This has been another episode of your one and only favorite podcast. So we will see you right here next Monday on Hot Breath. Oh. <gasps>